Reality TV and social media cause and effect on the downward spiral of American education. Podcast number 29, March 20th, 2022. This podcast follows the written version with additional extemporaneous thoughts and editorials. Read one and listen to the other for a complete understanding of my passion to advocate for better teaching practices. So it's been a while, folks, since I did a podcast. It was several weeks ago before I had major surgery. I started writing on this topic and I became stymied. It's so obvious. Of course, reality TV and social media affect what's happening in the classroom. It's actually affecting everything in our culture. But are there studies that actually reinforce this? And yes, there are. And I will go on and tell you what they are and what they say. But first, when I called you garbage, I meant you were garbage. You're a loser. Go back to Party City where you belong. You're a pig. These are direct quotes from Real Housewives of New Jersey, American Idol, and Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Nothing new here, right? Behavior on social media and reality shows has not seeped into today's classrooms. No, it's been residing there for more than 10 years. As a teacher, I saw it firsthand between verbal exchanges of students and the increase of overt bullying. Now add in the vitriol parents wrote in emails. The meanness actually did not surprise me, but the fact administrators allowed it was beyond my understanding. But it didn't stop there. I had a department chair come through our joint practice rooms and tear down positive messages, message posters placed there by my students. Can you imagine that conversation with a student who comes out crying? Mrs. Bach, she actually tore down our posters and ripped them up and threw them away. How do I address that? Another time she made an appearance in my classroom, this again, the department chair, in front of my students, chastising me for breaking some unwritten rule. A department colleague continually spoke against me to her students in the administration. No one in the administration ever made a gesture of trying to arbitrate, let alone determine substantiation of the accusations. No, in fact, they were quite clever. They turned it around on me and accused me of speaking against her and acting unprofessionally in my classroom. The finality of such insanity manifested itself when I appeared at my end of the year, it's called an EOY, end of the year evaluation. When the principal discovered I was not retiring, he actually fired me on the spot. While doing so, the assistant principal left the room for about 10 minutes and manufactured a new EOY evaluation, which made me look like an imbecile rather than the master teacher with decades of experience. I outlined this in my book, Rescue the Teacher, Save the Child. In the book, you can actually observe the positive and glowing evaluations I received years one through eight, right alongside of my final abysmal evaluation. The reality? I did not turn into a misdirected, confused educator overnight. This administration operated on cheap shots, lying, and bullying, conjuring up my final EOY to fit their narrative should come as no surprise. 
Oh, and guess what, folks? Reality shows are not real at all. They're scripted. But unfortunately, our students and now our adults seem to be unaware. I'm actually going to quote from two studies that I found interesting. Here's the first one. That unfriendly behavior is good for TV ratings, but it might be bad news for you, the viewer. A new study led by Brian Gibson, a psychologist at Central Michigan University, finds watching reality shows with lots of what's called relational aggression, bullying, exclusion, and manipulation. Let me say that one more time. Bullying, exclusion, and manipulation can make people more aggressive in their real lives. Here's a quote. We knew from past research that people who see relational aggression in media tend to become more aggressive. Here's another study by Philip Ross of the International Science Times. According to Philip Ross, reality television has a detrimental impact on our perceptions of the world based on an observational study from the University of Wisconsin. In this study, 145 students from the university were surveyed based on reality television consumption. This study concluded that reality television viewers believe that the argumentative and conniving behaviors portrayed on television shows is considered normal in today's society. Let me say that one more time. This study concluded that reality television viewers believe that the argumentative and conniving behaviors portrayed on television shows is considered normal in today's society. Bullying, exclusion, and manipulation are now considered normal. Let that sink in. And it's no longer a kid thing. In America's public schools, it's used on a daily basis to get rid of freedom of speech, freedom of thought, and any teacher who does not kowtow to the agenda put forth by the administration. Two things have gone amiss in today's education, mentoring and due process of staff. I belong to several Facebook teacher groups. It literally breaks my heart to see posts where student teachers can hardly wait to get that first job only to find out the job becomes the vortex for sucking the lifeblood out of their passion. Would I pursue teaching again if I knew how public school education has evolved? Absolutely. Yes is the answer. I loved the students and the environment of growing young people into passionate, articulate, and caring adults. But this is important. You cannot raise your children the way your parents raised you because your parents raised you for a world that no longer exists. This is no longer your grandfather's public school education of the 1950s where teachers felt a calling to invest in students and students were expected to conduct themselves with respect and dignity. Pick up my book right now, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and learn how to navigate today's ever-changing educational dynamics. I address multiple topics. Here are only a few, not only discussed, but viable solutions presented. What does it mean to become a teacher? 
Surviving teacher conferences, innovative grading, or in sometimes no grading at all, classroom management. Classroom management, management, which is not even being addressed for student teachers before they go out and teach. Celebrating inclusion of special needs students. Finding solutions to bullying by students, colleagues, and administrators. Dealing professionally with parental verbal assaults and written emails. Arbitrating with hostile colleagues and administrators. Looking at points of view, and the points of view would include students, parents, teachers, and administrators, with reflection questions on all subjects at the end of most chapters. Here's an idea. Like the school in Ohio, pick up this book as required reading for your staff. It is designed for professional development sessions. Contact me at rescuetheteacher at yahoo.com. That's rescuetheteacher, all one word, at yahoo.com. And I'll gladly throw in a Zoom or an in-person presentation. No, really, I would be more than happy to come and speak on what I know and the passion that I still have. Tune in soon. Here's the tease, the man behind the curtain. I am three weeks post hip replacement surgery, graduating from a walker to a cane to sans cane. The surgery was more complicated than expected, but the man behind the curtain reinforced a life lesson. Please share this link with any and all. Read more of my thoughts at rescuetheteacher.com. That's rescuetheteacher, all one word, dot com. If you're experiencing unfair practices in your teaching position, please reach out to me at rescuetheteacher at yahoo.com. Rescuetheteacher, all one word, at yahoo.com. Or if you know of somebody, please pass this on to them. Here's even a better idea. Propose a book study of Rescue the Teacher, Save the Child for your school district. I would be happy to come and lead it. Go out and have a great week. Spring is almost here.